Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, hey, Gator Nation, welcome back to the Respect Our Decision podcast. Guys, this is episode 70. As always, I'm your boy Hirsch with me, CJ, the man McCann. What's up, guys? And the hype man, Wes. What's up, Gator Nation? Hey, hey, Gator Nation, a lot of stuff going on right now. As you well know, man, we got still waiting on some coaching hires. We got guys entering the portal, guys, you know, coming to visit out of the portal. Recruiting still going on two weeks before early signing day, so we got a lot of action there. Uh, just a lot to talk about, man. We want to get into it all, and we're going to start right here in a minute with recruiting. But first, we want to mention, as always, guys, go out there, download us wherever you get your podcasts from, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. You know where they're at. And as always, guys, if you're checking us out on YouTube and you haven't already, man, be a friend. Go ahead, hit that subscribe button if you don't mind. Drop a like on the video and leave a comment down below. Leave a comment on one portal guy that you would like to see the Gators go after this cycle. You've seen all the names in the portal by now. You guys have tuned into all this stuff. Um, don't put Walter Nolan. He's not coming. <laughs> I, I don't Evan Stewart or any guy like that. I, just, Rational names. I mean, I know how that works, but let's go with it. All right, boys, let's jump right into it, man. Um, we're going to start like we always do, recruiting. Uh, we had a little bit of action in recruiting on, I believe it was Saturday. Micah Burrow, former commit, decided he was going to jump back in the class. We got us a defensive tackle. Don't even have us a defensive line coach, but we finally got us a defensive tackle back in the class. Um so, you know, we've talked a lot about Micah Burrow on the show. It's a great pickup to have. Very athletic big man for his size. Glad to have him back. A much-needed addition to this class. Um, on the flip side of that, a few hours after that fact, Kendall Jackson, defensive lineman out of uh, Buckholz right there in Gainesville, high, you know, uh, in Gainesville, decommitted from the Gators class. Now, a lot of back and forth about that decommitment. A lot of people, oh, if we had a coach, that wouldn't have happened. Guys, this was a – I know a lot of people don't agree with this in the recruiting world. Uh, you know, they don't think it's cool. They don't think it's right, whatever your take is on it, but it happens every year. This is a kid that the staff went to and was basically like, I think it's in be everybody's best interest if we part ways. Um, 
the way I was told from a couple of people is um, Kendall wants to play one position. We told him we kind of wanted him for something else. I think it was also in addition to he didn't have a great senior year as what the staff wanted to see from him. Uh, we talked a little bit about this earlier in the year um, about a, a prospect like Josiah Davis. If Josiah Davis maybe went out and didn't have a great year, maybe you could see him processed out of the class because we need numbers to add players through the portal, through recruiting. Um, but I think what we were talking about in that particular case actually came to pass here with Kendall Jackson and guys, it happens. I mean, I understand. I know a lot of people look at it and be like, oh, man, the, the coaching staff shouldn't do that to the kid. He's been committed. He's he's from Gainesville. I get those sentiments. I do. Um, but just remember, guys, this whether you like it to, to justify it as this, but maybe with all that's happening with the portal, maybe it's time we look at it as this for sure. This is a business. And a staff has to make decisions. And some of these decisions aren't easy. But – you gave the kid a couple of weeks before early signing day. And if he'd like to, he can hold off until, you know, uh, the signing day in February and maybe pick a team then. He's He's got some options. I, I know Kentucky was there for him. Some people think Miami. I don't think they're personally going to have room for him. But, guys, um, CJ, I'll start with you. Given the the, the trade-off here, are you happy with, with the results of that? Yeah, I'm I'm cool with uh, Burrow for sure. I like Burrow when we had him the first time around, um, you know. And I think Kendall Jackson is a kid who, you know, I think he's a solid player. But you know, you look at him on paper, you know, I understand, you know, every, paper isn't everything. But you know, you look at him, and it's just hard for me to think he was going to get any significant playing time here. It, especially not as early as I think he'd like. And that's for like a number of different reasons, not just him. Of course, you could come in, show out, you know, work your tail off, you know, and really, you know, get there. But I think the depth chart is pretty hard to overcome when it comes to what he's playing, you know, because he's not not really a nose. Um, he's not really an end. You know, he's, he's kind of like, you know, a man without a position. Um, so... I think that that was kind of one of those things where it's just, you know, you look at the chart, where do you fit in on this team? Maybe go find a different defensive scheme that I think you could get more playing time in that uses you a little different. Um, you know, like I said, the kid's talented. You, you, we've seen like what he can do. Uh, I'm not saying, you know, he's not a talented kid. He's very talented. He's got a good first step. Uh, he's a solid player. He's going to be very good somewhere else. But I think, you know, it was just, I don't think he was – I don't think this was the right fit for him. I feel like there was – there's other places that you could go that could fit better. You know, I understand you love Florida. You're from Gainesville. Um, you know, you got a teammate that's going to Florida. Um, you probably really, really want this to work. You know, there's just sometimes it's just not the best for you. Maybe, you know, now we've got the transfer portal. Maybe go somewhere else learn a few new things, uh, you know, somewhere down the road, maybe you decide, Hey, I really do want to go to Florida, uh, you know, with a portal now, and you might be able to get picked up later. Uh, maybe you go somewhere else and you have a great career ahead of you and you never look back. You know, it's just one of those things where it's really up to him, you know, uh, what he does going forward now. Uh, good luck to him. Uh, but Barreau is a nice add because we need the depth at the nose tackle spot. We don't have a lot of that. Uh, fortunately, Cameron Jackson's coming back, which is, you know, a lot of big help. Um, but, you know, getting Barreau back, he's a kid that you can develop and you can work with, um, you know, get him here, get him, you know, in shape. Um, you know, he's already super fast for his size, super, super light on his feet. He's got great footwork for a kid that big, which is you know, for a nose tackle, that's hard. You know, that's that's what you want. You want a guy that can move, but you want a guy who's physically imposing to kind of eat up blocks in the middle there and do the dirty work. So, um, you know, it, it's good to have him back. I, I think he's uh, super important to this class because, you know, we really haven't had that kind of position now without Nasir Johnson <laughs> in the class anymore. Um, you know, you, you're coming up on the end of a lot of guys' careers 
one way or the other. You know, Desmond Watson's not going to be here much longer. Cameron Jackson's not going to be here much longer. Caleb Banks, um, you know, these guys are starting to get, you know, older, especially Cameron Jackson. So you've got to have some kids come in and, and try to make a difference. And then you lose Will Norman to the portal. So, you know, he, he comes in, he feels a great piece on the depth chart, um, and he feels a team need. And I think he can be developed. I think he shows a lot of raw, natural tools. Um, you know, like I said, you get him in here, get him in a strength program, uh, get him conditioned up, and you're probably going to have a dynamite player on your hands. Wes, are you, um, you kind of in agreement with what CJ said there about that trade off? Yeah, <clears throat> as far as the trade off, yeah, yeah. When it comes to kids from Gainesville, and, you know, I don't, I'm not sure about both his parents. I know his mom graduated from the University of Florida. So you want to, if you can get those kids in just for the sake of me just being a human and, you know, wanting that thing to work out, you would love to have to be in a position where we were, where we are in, like, say, 2009, 10. 2008, where you can just take a kid like that and put him on and see if you can develop him into something great. Um, but unfortunately, we got to take the best players we can right now because of the state of the program. So you kind of lose out on a kid like that. But I, I'm okay with the switch. As CJ said, <clears throat> some guys leaving, you know, I'm pretty sure we're probably going to get in this later. But uh, my guy, McCullen, he's not, he's in the portal. You know, I, you know, I loved him and I won't dwell into that now, but. Uh, we need true nose tackles, and uh, Burrow has those has the feet at that size, like CJ was talking about. That I love. So to get him back in the class, um, very athletic, big kid. Uh, you're gonna need that with some guys leaving from out uh, from that position, and <clears throat> we need that stabilizing um, with Jackson and Banks and Lions, and you know we have some guys up there in front of him. But uh, we can never have enough depth, especially in the SEC in the trenches, and, and that's what it's all about. Uh, Burrow is the better player at this point in their careers right now, coming from out of high school, in my opinion, from what I've saw. So, um, yeah, I'm okay with the the, the transit uh, the, the trade-off as far as one guy for other. So that's what this base was about. And I'm glad you alluded to that. People think we lost him. No, we didn't. Like It was a mutual pardon of the ways, uh, respectful to the kid because of what his mom and I want to say his pops too. I'm not sure, but I think his pops played at, you know, not played, but went to the University of Florida as well. So, of course, you want to be respectful to those kids and the legacy that they have had when they attended UF as well. So, uh, shout out to his parents, shout out to him. Uh, kid was classy about it. I think I got it. Into, I, I don't know if you guys saw it, but I got it. Some loser that talked about him and McCray and retweeted some stuff when the kid said, that he was going to go, don't do that shit. And yes, I'm cussing. Don't stop. The kid said what he said. We know if you, if you know, you know why he didn't go, why he's not coming to the University of Florida. Why are you tweeting at a 17 year old kid? To me, that's some straight up. I think Justin, Justin saw it. Just like what I said, but that's some straight up BS. You a loser. I don't care if you follow our podcast or whatever. I'm sorry, I'm big guys, but to me that was some loser ass mess that that guy did. It is. You don't have to apologize. We don't, yeah. we've said that. Me and you and CJ to a lesser extent, because he hasn't been here since day one, but he's kind of been with us in spirit since day one. <laughs> um, we've said it since day one. Leave these kids alone on social media. It the, uh, the the guys on the team, that's one thing. I you know, we can we can talk about that at a separate time. I, I'd prefer you leave them alone too. But high school kids trying to make the decision of their lives. And sometimes the decision ain't always theirs. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, leave those kids alone. Don't tweet and, at them. Don't say, oh, you're either a gator or you're gator bait and all that mess. You don't live their lives. You don't talk to, you don't sit in the living room with their parents and make these decisions. One last thing, Hirsch. I know CJ said it was a mixture of, okay, we wanted to play the vision, you want to play here. If that kid's mom and dad went to UF, we also we talk about we always lose kids that grew up Florida fan. That kid was a Florida fan, whether whatever. And his mom was a, was a very cool person. I've I actually yeah. tweeted back and forth with his mom, and she she was so happy for that young man. Yeah, she that that, that was that's her son. So in hindsight, that kid wants to come to UF, and you tweet that crazy mess that you tweet. I'm not gonna call his Twitter handle or whatever his name. Don't do it. Don't matter. Loser, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's straight BS. That kid wanted to be here, but it was a mutual part of the ways because 
we were looking other ways. So that hurt him to not be able to go to University of Florida like his parents. And, and his mom even tweeted out afterwards, you know, I will always be UF in my heart, but I will love you wherever you go. And I, you know, Hey, all that matters in the world is what his parents think of him and what he thinks of his own decision. At the end of the day, your opinion of where that young man goes to play college football doesn't matter at all. Keep it to yourself and moving on. Just quit being weird. That's all we ask, man. That's the number one rule. Quit being weird. Shout out to Chris Zinn. Um, other recruiting news, Jordan Seaton announced he will be deciding tomorrow, December 7th. Um, all I can tell you as of right now at 7-17 on December 6th, uh, my best guess on this situation is that it's going to be Tennessee. I think he's going to go to Tennessee. I think Tennessee has dropped an enormous amount of bag for that young man. Um, not saying – it ain't over till he signs, but I'm just telling you what I'm expecting as of now. Uh, something came on quick with that. We'll see what happens, but I'm just not feeling real good about it. It sucks. We all wanted that young man in this class. We need that young man in this class. That's in a that's a whole nother rant for another day that because we've had it multiple times already. Um, we're not going to sit here and beat that dead horse on this episode. We got other things to talk about. I'm just going to go ahead and give y'all our opinion of where we think things are at as of tonight. Tonight, So you're not tuning in tomorrow going, oh, those guys told me that we had a chance in this, man. <laughs> um, just, just don't go into his announcement with any expectations of it being Florida. That's all I can tell you. Just uh, don't watch. Yeah, just don't watch, man. Find something else to do. We done told y'all, man. Get new hobbies. <laughs> just saying. Um couple of visits this weekend that we know about as of right now uh one official visit greg smith db is visiting uh florida looks very good with this he's got his decision coming up i can't remember the date because i didn't do my homework and write it down <laughs> i think it's i think it's next week i'm pretty sure but it is obviously before the early signing day um the gators feel good here yes they would still take him and another db per- preferably Zay Mincy, as of tonight. So just don't get down on the take of Greg Smith. This this is a kid who's come on real late in the, in the process here. Auburn likes him. A lot of other good – you know, Florida State has offered him. So it's not like – I know you'll look at his offer list. Somebody will say, oh, let me go look at this kid's offer. Oh, my God, he's offered by Acorn State. <laughs> and, 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 you know, and then it's like, well – this is how far we've fallen. No, this is this kid's rising up pretty quick. And if you look at his highlight tape, he's a he's a safety that likes to go hit people. And I'm okay with taking physical safeties. We've had pretty good success with those in the past. Um, another one that's visiting uh, defensive ta- defensive line transfer Joey Slackman. He's from Penn. That is the one transfer guy that we have probably a hundred percent confirmed right now. They are working on others. They've made contact with a good handful of players so far. They've made contact with a lot of players that we haven't heard of. So I understand a lot of people are like, why are we not already? You know, Notre Dame got a commitment from a wide receiver and and uh, Kentucky got a quarterback. Why have we not gotten enough in a movement yet? I get it, guys. I understand the, the sense of urgency on, on the transfer portal. I also have been told they're working on a whole lot of kids right now that the a couple of boosters that we have talked to feel like they're really putting a lot of effort into making a lot of things happen with a lot of kids. So all we can do is sit back and watch. Obviously you only have the 30, you know, the, the month in the transfer portal this cycle as opposed to 45 days. So it's going to become apparent real quick how serious we are about this thing. So hopefully next week when we do the show, we'll have a whole slew of names that we can go over and start breaking down and getting kind of an idea of what Florida is looking to do in the transfer portal. Early rumors are they're looking for obviously offensive linemen, defensive linemen, wide receivers, safety. And I would almost guess somebody to come in and be a third string quarterback or to quote unquote, you know, battle it out with DJ for the two spot. 
is that going to be an easy, you know, guy to find? Maybe not, but you know, that's, that's, that's their job. Go find somebody. So guys, as we talked about in the open, you know, coaching moves, man, what's going on with these coaches? I know a lot of you out there and I want to vent on this for a second and, and, and don't, if this isn't you, then this wasn't for you. That's all I can say. There's a lot of people out there right now saying, why haven't we heard and told about these coaching moves? Why have they not been announced? We need to know. No, you don't need to know. <laughs> you just don't need to know. The only people that need to know are the players on the team and the players being recruited. Now, from everybody I've talked to and everybody most of the, the other two guys have talked to, the DBs, especially those being recruited, know who the DB coach is. It should be announced anytime. Speculation is abound that it is Will Harris, who was former DB coach at the University of Washington, defensive coordinator at Georgia Southern, and is now an assistant secondary coach with the Chargers not the secondary coach of the Chargers, secondary. So that's why he would take the job to be the DB coach at Florida. Um, very good resume, had really good corners at the University of Washington. I believe they said that he was the only guy the last year he was at Washington that had two corners graded out on PFF over 85. Um, you know, I don't do a whole lot of the PFF thing. That's That's another guy's job, not mine. I'm not, you know... <laughs> I'm more old school. I'm the old old eyeball test kind of guy. But the kids that need to know who the DB coach is, from all indications are, no. Uh, Xavier Filsamy knows who it is. He's going to go meet with him. Yes, Xavier Filsamy, as of now, has a visit scheduled to Texas the last weekend before signing day. Is that ideal? No. But close it. Close it. That's your job. There's some details still about Xavier Filsamy that a lot of people aren't really taking into account. A, Armstrong is the guy that works with the safeties. He's been in touch with Xavier Filsamy the whole time. B, Xavier's mom still lives in Orlando. Xavier's from Florida. So I know a lot of people think, oh, he's in Texas. He lives in Texas. That means he's going to want to stay in Texas. Not necessarily. So we're going to let this play out because we don't have a choice, guys. Um, the defensive line coach, all I've heard and what these guys here have heard is it's a situation that can't be discussed openly right now, which tells me it's somebody that's under contract with somebody else and they're working out the details on how to get that contract bought out and then bring him on staff. So, Wes, what's your take on, on these coaching moves? So you mean it's not Coach O? Yeah, let me address that. No, Coach Orgeron <laughs> is not coming to coach the Florida Gators. If you've just because some uh, hoops jizz on on Twitter <laughs> tweeted out that there was a plane coming from Destin where Coach O doesn't even live, it was a damn cargo plane. It was like a two passenger cargo plane <laughs> flew from UF, you know, from Destin to Florida. It wasn't carrying Coach O. Coach Orgeron, A, let me say this. The UAA at Florida ain't hiring Coach Orgeron. That man <laughs> left LSU with more baggage than Paris Hilton. Okay? <laughs> that cat ain't getting hired at UF. It just ain't happening. B, Coach Orgeron won a natty as a head coach. He ain't coming to hang out with unproven Billy Napier because he just is bored of sleeping with young blondes. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to hit y'all with hard facts, but y'all got to quit believing. Just I, look, I know because it's on Al Gore's internet, everything is true, but it ain't necessarily <laughs> always true. <laughs> I love oh you guys, God. and I love that somebody got on the wiki page and said that he works at – you know, at, for Florida now, and people are like, oh, well, his Wikipedia set fans says that. Yeah, well, You know what? I'm going to go on Shohei Atani's Wikipedia page and say he pitches for the Braves <laughs> tonight, too. That'll make it so. I love y'all, man, but but calm down. Wes, what's yeah. your take on, on the coaching moves, man? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, as far as the, the two things that you alluded to, you talked about the DB coach and the uh, D-line coach. Um, I'm okay with everything being tight. Harris, one name that leaked out, along with Ogeron, you just debunked. Um, I, I, Harris' resume, what he did at Washington was phenomenal. Uh, um, he's a, uh, his resume speaks for itself, the way he played. Um, somebody that's solid, somebody that uh, we, we need young uh, that, that can get in here and, and get us back to the DBU, quote unquote, that we were used to being. So I love that. Uh, uh, as far as if that's our hire, I'm okay. That's an A-plus hire, in my opinion. Uh, the D-line coach being on the wraps, uh, like you said, you alluded to, some, could be some contractual situations uh, where that guy may be somewhere else and he can't get out of his contract to January. You know, all these things work. With Lawrence or he's and all got a that, bowl game. or got a bowl games, things like that. So, um, or in NFL coaching, we 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 really don't know. So, but it, to me, that's that's okay, and I like that. Um, but I, I'm still worried. Um, but I don't need to know anything. I just want to make sure whoever we hire is OC, and what are we going to do in the offensive line? Those are two things that concern me. But as far as the the topic and the question you brought to me, I'm okay with uh, not knowing. I'm okay with. Uh, I I wouldn't be mine if I heard some rumors about an OC, which I kind of heard some rumors. I'm not going to lie, guys. I've heard some rumors about an OC. Um, so that makes me uh, feel, you know, hopeful there. The O-line situation still is the one that still concerns me. I'm not up in arms about it. i just hopeful that uh, I hear some rumors, not just that, hey, we're going to get this guy, but we're not bringing both of those guys back. So, um, I don't need to know who it is. I just won't change <laughs> or land me seat and then I'm okay. But uh, no doubt that, that, that those things probably not happen. But uh, as far as the offensive side of the ball, I would like to see some things done uh, on that side. But defense, I, I'm cool. Armstrong being, being back, being able to teach some younger guys and some of his own guys and being year two uh, with Harris, who has that good resume. I'm fine there. D-line coach. I uh, just need somebody to come in and teach these guys technique. Uh, my guy, Chris McCullen, who had a breakout year last year, I know he was behind more guys this year, but it seemed like he didn't develop and take the next step, and I'm not going to put that on him because I saw the flashes last year. So uh, hopefully we get some guy in here that can teach these guys technique and also can recruit and get us some nose tackles in here as well. Um, so I'm as far as that is concerned, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Um, I'm good knowing from what I heard about OC and offensive line, I just hope some changes are made there. CJ, what's your opinion on these, on these coaches, coaching moves or what are non, uh, <laughs> non coaching moves so far? Oh uh, yeah. I mean, again, we'll just, like I said, the rumor is, is Will Harris. I think that's pretty much like, you know, if it's not him, I'll be shocked. Uh, I think that's how far, far along we are in this process. Um, he's a good coach. Uh, you know, if you look at his recruiting, it doesn't jump off the page. But it's hard for me to judge his recruiting based on the resources he had at the time. Um, you know, whatever you want to say about Florida recruiting, it's easier to recruit at Florida than it is at Washington, especially Washington five years ago. Um, you know, this isn't national championship contender Washington. This is a pretty pedestrian Washington team at the time. And he turned the defensive secondary around there, uh, you know, and then Georgia Southern is Georgia Southern. They're never going to recruit with the top dogs, no matter who's there. Uh, it's just, it is what it is. Uh, so, you know, and then you go to the NFL. So, uh, you know, I I don't think you can fairly judge uh, that uh, as harshly as people are trying to judge that because, you know, you're going to have to wait to see what he can do when he gets, you know, the, the exact uh, resources at the University of Florida. I mean, he's got a couple of Seminoles in his secondary. What is he supposed to do? Right. I mean, those guys are, <laughs> you know. I mean, you know, the secondary looked pretty good against uh, the Patriots, but then again, whose who's, uh, secondary doesn't look good against the Patriots? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, and then the D-line coach, like you said, I, I think it's somebody who's currently coaching somewhere else or is under some contract. Uh, you know, you know, and I think the same thing could be said a lot of the time about talking about offensive coordinators. I think we're not looking for some Joe Blow off the street. It's probably a guy who's who's working for somebody at the moment. Um, 
let's get to January, you know, before, you know, everybody starts to freak out here. It's just the way it is. Listen, we're getting our stuff started off way earlier than a lot of teams because we don't have a bowl. Um, you know, and that could be good and that could be bad. You know, everybody else's timeline's different. Uh, you know, everybody freaks out about portal kids. Most portal kids, most kids, especially right now that are entering the portal, especially the big name kids, already know where they're going when they get in the portal. Uh, so you see guys, oh, wow, I'd like for to get him. I ain't getting him unless we'd heard about it when he before he got in the portal. You know, like kids like Walter Nolan and those guys, like, Guys, those guys already know where they're going. Uh, you know, the wide receiver that went to Notre Dame, he knew where he was going. We got, you know, people not reading the fact that it says they have no contact tags on them in the transfer portal, which means you can't, like, call and ask them to come visit. They they know where they're going. Um, you know, you could say whatever. It's an open admission to tampering. What, everybody's tampering. What, what does it matter? Um, but that's that's kind of what, where we're at. I mean, you, you got guys. I don't think the coaching situation matters. I think everybody who needs to know knows. Um, you know, the kids especially. Um, so we'll see how it goes. But at the moment, I, I wouldn't freak out about the coaching stuff yet either. Um, you know, I'd be more concerned if we did hire a couple of guys just kind of off the street. I understand Clemson got rump and they got Matt Luke, and that was something people were freaking out about. But both of those guys kind of come with a little baggage because they both took leaves of absence. You know, they basically quit. Um, so, eh, just just hang on. Let's see where we're at before we freak out. Let them make the hires before you freak out about the hires. You you make a very good point about the fact that we're actually getting a jump on the hires. People think, oh, we're behind the eight ball here, but we're actually ahead of it because, you know, like you said, a lot of teams are still in their bowl games. And, you know, good teams will start losing coordinators as the bowl games end, and then they're searching for guys. Well, okay, well, you've already got your guys taken care of, um, you know, it's all about perspective. I understand that the, the, the knee jerk reaction is Billy doesn't do anything fast enough. Look at what he did with the portal and this, that, and the other. Well, you know, you don't know what a coach's, what a contract situation is. You don't know what a buyout is for a guy. You don't know what his NFL situation is. If it's an NFL guy, there, there's a laundry list of reasons that it may take more than, you know, seven to 10 days to find a guy and get him into place. You may have identified your guy in the first two to three. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, called him said, hey, I want to offer you this job. The coach says, yeah, I'll take it. But then you got to work out the particulars. You know, I understand that some situations are easier for others. But like CJ said, it's like the two guys uh, that went to Clemson. Well, they weren't working. Uh, um, Elko hired Spencer. He, he didn't have a job. It was easy to, he didn't, you know, it's not that hard to hire a guy. But look, you have you hadn't seen anybody pick up Raymond yet? Like, you know, Georgia has a DB coach opening. I'm sure that guy's going to maybe – he might not even coach the bowl game. I don't know the situation there. But it's – look at things in perspective and think about it for longer than a few minutes and get that knee-jerk reaction and realize, you know, there are, things aren't as bad as you think they are. As long as the kids on the team know what's going on and the recruits you're recruiting know what's going on, that's all that matters at the end of the day. 
us as fans don't need to know shit. Sorry, we just don't. Guys, let's talk about the portal. Um, the portal has gone crazy. Somebody threw the switch. The portal broke. Um, it looks like portals at the end of uh, Avengers Endgame. There's like 7,000 people are in it. It's ridiculous right now. Uh, let's let's start at the at, at home with the Gators. Wes already mentioned Chris McClellan entered the portal earlier this week. Um, I kind of heard rumors that, that might be the case uh, from the guy I talked to that that's real close to Florida. He said that that was a guy to watch. The same guy that told me that Trevor was a guy to watch. As of now, Trevor Trevor's still not in there though. So. Um, I, I guess every day we can say that he's not in there is is a is a win. Some people say it's still 50-50. Some say he's 60-40 staying. Everybody's got an opinion. All I can say is family wants him to stay. I think Trevor wants to, in his heart, I think he wants to go get a lot of carries. But I also know that Trevor loves and is very close with Montreal Johnson. They're good friends. They want each other to be successful. It's a wait and see, guys. It's all we can do. I mean, the smoke is real. Whether you like it or not, uh, he could go. He could stay. Like I said, every day that he doesn't declare is a victory <laughs> at this point in time. Um, obviously, unless you were, you know, not paying attention today, you saw Princely on uh, Princely entered the portal. I'm sorry, I mess up his last name every time because I'm not an announcer. So you're just gonna have to bear with me. Um, that was a surprise. I think everyone was very, very surprised by Princely entering the portal. Most people that you talked to thought he was going to declare for the draft. Now, let's talk about this situation for a second, because I've heard various reports of why he's in the portal. One, he's looking for more money. And he's just, you know, that's his flex. Um, two, he just didn't get the draft grade he thought he was going to get. The third option I heard, which makes the most sense to me, kind of, is, and this came from somebody who kind of talks around, you know, this this is a booster. And the guy posted it openly on Twitter. So it's it's <laughs> it's not something that was said in a secret, you know, room or something like that. But he said that Princely was, and I quote, shopping for a high NIL deal, and if he didn't get it, he was then going to declare for the draft. Now, you can take this all however you want. At the end of the day, I don't think the staff was too upset to watch Princely leave. Um, We know Princely has been very outspoken on social media. Whether you like it, you don't like it, you think, you know – Princely played well this year, though, and we can't we can't discount that. We're not here to – I'm not here to say I'm glad that guy's out of here because we can use talent right now. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> Nobody's arguing do we need talented football players and we're just – we're kicking talented football players to the curb. Um, and it's going to lead me to the grand point of what we want to talk about tonight here in a minute, But I'm, but this really kind of – we had kind of already decided what we wanted to talk about, and then this happened. So, at the end of the day, this whole situation has made it where a guy like Princely can do what he's doing. I can go shop myself for the biggest deal. You watch the young man at, at Florida State do the same thing last night. Took Florida State by surprise that he entered the portal, and he's basically doing the same thing. I'm going to go find the highest bidder. And therein lies what the real problem with all of this. Um, and you've seen it. I mean, look at all these guys that have entered the portal and, and since not Monday, well, I probably, you know, last week, it's just been ridiculous. Uh, half of uh, Texas A&M's team is in there. Ohio State has had an exodus of players. I mean, from their starting quarterback down. Uh, Arkansas has lost their quarterback and they're starting running back. Rocket um, Sanders entered last South Carolina. South Carolina's lost a lot of players. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So, um, guys, I want to do a roundtable here and I want to talk about this. 
is this thing too broken to fix? Or is, is there ways that the NCAA or somebody can bring us back to a, to a way to regulate this madness? I'm not saying these kids don't deserve the right to get their worth because I absolutely believe it. But I also don't believe that a kid, every time a kid doesn't feel like, you know, like he can just free agent himself at any given time that he wants to. You know, you can't do that in baseball. You can't do that in, in in NFL. You can't just every year decide, you know what, I don't like my contract. I'm going to go be a free agent. There's got to be some kind of way to regulate this. Uh, CJ, I'll start with you. What What are your thoughts? Uh, this is, uh, to me, I believe this was the start. Uh, this is the NCAA's grand plan was to make sure this bombs as absolutely as hard as it could. Um, to to kind of uh, I don't know how do I put it. It's like uh, like uh, they wanted it to fail so that the schools would admit that hey, they're you know they wanted the schools to come back to the NCAA and say hey, we need help with this. We don't know what we're doing. Um, I think that was a lot of it. Um, but I don't really know what you could do in the sense of as far as regulating it, um, because there hasn't been any regulation to start with. Now you're going to have to slap rules on something that you that you opened up a can of worms, um, and you're you know it's you got to slow the thing down. I, I don't know what the answer is because the, the kids aren't getting paid by the universities, um, you know, not at least not directly. Right, like it's not coming out of the university fund. Um, NIL is a, a beast in itself. That it, you know, uh, you know when they when they announced NIL, the first thing you know that came to my mind is they're going to be like Deion Sanders kids and do Google commercials, or they're going to be like um, you know Caleb Williams and do Dr Pepper commercials. You know things like that. That's what I thought. I was like, okay, NIL is going to be a way for these kids to sell Cheez Its or whatever. Um, and then it turned into something completely different where you've got collectives and you've got boosters with fake LLCs uh, that they're funneling money through to pay these kids. And uh, you've got boosters that are shady, that are promising money. They're not getting paid, but there's no real repercussion you can do, um, you know, or you've got kids that back out on deals and there's nothing you can do there because you can't sue the kid um, or, you know, <laughs> there's, there's no, real way to hold them to it. So I don't know what you do aside from, you know, everybody's discussed salary caps, um, you know, contracts, you know, what kid is going to sign a three-year deal with you, you know, knowing nothing at all. Like, why would they do that? You know, the kids got all the leverage. Um, And that's kind of where we're at. The kids have all the leverage right now. Um, I don't know what you do. Uh, so the NCAA could make it where you only get one transfer. Um, maybe, maybe they make it where you have to sit out a year again. Uh, you know, maybe that slows it down, but then, you know, you're left in a position of a bunch of kids who don't want to be on the team anymore. You know, they're going to be mad. It's just a mess. I, I really, it to me is so broken right now that it's just going to have to get to a point where booster fatigue get so high at all the schools that eventually they just say no more. Um, but I don't know if that's ever going to happen, you know, across the board because there's always going to be one that comes up and says, Hey, I want to spend the money now, um, you know, get a wild hair. It's just, it's just a mess. I, I don't know what you do in the way of the portal. I don't know how you fix this. I, I really, really don't. And it's, and it's wearing on the product in itself because uh, I had a friend of mine who was talking to me about this, and he, he doesn't do any of the you know the message boards, and he doesn't do any of this other stuff. He's just a fan, and he's like, you know, it really sucks um, because it's really hard to get invested in kids now, uh, invested in the player because you know it used to be the, the the best thing about college football was watching a young freshman get on campus and watching him work his way up to being a senior or a junior and see the progression year after year of this kid, and you, you basically follow along with him, you become a fan, and now you really can't get invested in them because they might not be here anymore. If something goes south, he'll dip. 
So, you know, in that the roster turnover is ridiculous for college football now. I mean, it is super, it's never been this, you know, insane where, where you're like looking at kids and you don't even know where kids are. Um, you know, you have a kid come on campus now with freshmen. They come in, they play a year, they're gone. They never play a snap for you, but they were on the team. Uh, you know, you're looking around, where did he go? Or, you know, even, even the smaller schools, the kid that goes to play for Kansas or whatever, and he's a great player for two years for Kansas, and then he's like, oh, I'm not staying at Kansas. Uh, you know, and, you know, they recruited him, they developed him, and then he's going to go to the NFL, and he's going to go to, uh, you know, all the great things in college uh, in a Power 5 school or another, you know, like an Oklahoma or Alabama or Georgia or LSU or wherever, and he's going to carry them around for the rest of his life. Um, you know, and it, it, then, you, then you're like, well, we just got kind of snubbed. We're the ones that did all the work. They just got the finished product. Um, so I, I don't know what you do. I don't know how to fix it. I, I don't – I. I and right now, look, it looks to me like it's it's too broke to fix. Uh, I think you need to completely get rid of whatever we're doing and come up with something completely different because I don't think there's any way to fix what we're doing right now. Wes, what do you, what do you think about that? Yeah, just alluding to some points that CJ made that some you know fans make, and you know he said some good stuff and he said stuff that I kind of disagree with. But I, as far as what his friends were saying, as far as, and I agree with that, you know, and I think I text you guys, like, imagine Fred Taylor playing for the Georgia Bulldogs. You know what I mean? Imagine Fred saying, you know what, I think I'm going to transfer. Like, you don't want to see your favorite player transfer to your rival school. And I agree with that and what his friend uh, said to him. But it's the same thing we say to these kids. Like, uh, if a coach gets fired or a coach transfers, you know, the saying is you commit to a school you don't commit to a coach because coaches are in and out. And that, to, to me, that, that lies the problem. If coaches can up and leave with no repercussions, there's nothing that we can say to these kids. If, if uh, we were talking about higher State, if Ryan Day says, you know what, I'm going to the San Diego Chargers, I'm going to go coach Justin Herbert, have more control, I don't have to worry about t- people leaving for years. I know I don't have to worry about I had uh, – Justin Fields, I had CJ Stroud. Now I get Justin Herbert for the next ten years. You can't, and then you have a a, a kid that's there that committed. Uh, say Jeremiah Smith that's going thinking about going in now, and he does that. Then what do you what, what do you do with the kid? And 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 to me, that's to the, the points that CJ was making about sometimes, and it has to be some kind of changes where maybe like if your coach gets fired or your coach leaves. And hey, you can transfer things like that that they maybe can implement. And I think some of the rules are implemented now, where if your coach does leave, then you get a you know you can leave, or you're a grad transfer, then you can leave. Or if you do it one time, you don't have to sit out. Um, as far as Princely and some of these other kids that are doing, uh, and you know, I, I thought Princely would go second or third round, but if he's saying, you know what, if I can get a bag that's bigger than the second or third round, or maybe third and fourth round, why not take that bag at Louisville? Why not take that bag at uh, Florida State? Why not take that bag at uh, LSU? And because that's one year is more than what I'm going to get guaranteed third or fourth round. And then I still might go third for round. So that's money on top of money. So these kids are just doing the business. You have kids that play tennis at 16, 17, 18-year-olds that are making money. So it's not that I don't think CJ was disagreeing. I don't think what some fans are saying that these kids should be able to make money as far as their likeness. You know, the video game that we grew up loving. NCAA football was banned because of, of those same reasons, what, like the universities and all these um, uh, incorporations make money off these kids back and they don't get anything for it. And I know people say, well, you get a scholarship, you should be able to take advantage of your scholarship. I disagree with that um, because the scholarship is not worth the, 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 the millions and millions of dollars that, you know, Tim Tebow has a scholarship. But I'm pretty sure the University of Florida way made more money than Tebow's scholarship was worth. You know, what I mean, I don't know how to fix it. That to CJ's point, I don't know the ideas, but I'm pretty sure there's people that are a lot smarter than me that can get in a room and 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 govern themselves. Or I don't know, maybe I'm not too sure of that because we've seen the NCAA fail these kids, fail these universities over and over and over again. So I take that back. I don't think there's guys there's 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 whether it's political, whether it's uh, own agenda. These people are going to do what's best for them. 
Um, but I'm not opposed to the kid. This life we live in, if you prevent, if not if you provide a good culture, you see the Alabamas, you see the Georgias, um, and these universities that uh, recruit well, have a good culture, winning, then you don't have to worry about that. And and to me, that's where I want the University of Florida to be. Where if we lose one guy, or two guys, okay, we got another five star, a four star, highly rated guy coming behind him. And if you can do it that way, then these hits won't hurt. Like we won't be freaking out. What dog? Trevor Etienne might be leaving and going wherever. Well, you know what? You bring in Gibson. We're good. Or Cedric Baxter is still on the roster. You know, we we got him last uh, class. We got Cedric Baxter ready to, to step in and, and, and make plays. I mean, we, we do have Treon Webb. It's not sleeping on Treon Webb, but I mean, it's fans talking about highly rated guys that's there. Then if you build a program where the coach is good and you're winning, a one recruit won't hurt you. Or you got you're bringing a guy that can replace him. I mean, we do we did it here and there with uh, we love Van Jefferson, uh, we loved uh, Grimes, uh, we love Ricky. You know, we love Murps. Like you can do it and and build it. We saw what Florida State did. They they, they basically, I mean, their whole roster was damn near made up of goddamn uh, <laughs> of, of guys from the portal. I don't think uh, that's that's gonna hurt them recruiting. You can't to me. That's not the way to do it. Because you're gonna hurt yourself recruiting. To me, that's hurting himself as far as high school in the state of Florida. If you doing this in the portal, you're not gonna be able to recruit the way you, you want to recruit. Because kids are gonna be like, well, he's he's getting kids from the portal. So that's not what I want. But you you can get guys in to supplement positions of need or add depth. Then that's the way you do it. But to me, there's no fix on it uh, right now. I don't see uh, where there's a year or two years. Uh, I don't know. You really can't do it because I, I believe if coaches can leave and these kids commit to these coaches for years, you're stuck. My my thing is, and you're right, it's 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 a bad situation. One of the things I think needs to happen, and one of the only ways I think you can really fix it for now is um I think when you go to a school, you should have to be there for two years. Unless, like you were just saying, if the coach leaves then that rule should remain. If the coach leaves, you should be able to go, you know, any kid on the roster can, because I know the old saying is commit to the school, not to the coach, but the coach recruits you. I mean, that's just, that's the truth of the matter. You commit to his vision, that coach's vision, his scheme, his, you know, his pitch is what you commit to. The days of necessarily committing to the school because of, uh, you know, I've I've grew up a, a Florida fan or a Texas fan or whatever have you not. Those days are are gone, and we have to kind of acknowledge that. That's just not the way things are anymore. Right now, it it is a financial decision for a lot of these kids, um, and a lot of kids deciding to go to Georgia, Alabama is a financial decision too because they know, hey, I'm going to go to Georgia, Alabama, get developed, get drafted, uh, win championships, play for championships. There's different kinds of levels of decisions, but there's only a couple of those teams right now that are up there that are, and but those teams are maintaining their roster for the most part too, which makes it very wild to see like Ohio State losing all these kids that they're losing. But then again, they've been out of it for a couple of years here now. You know, they're not, they were in it last year, they got beat, but. They've lost to Michigan a few years in a row now. There's a lot of rumors about Ryan Day. As soon as you start losing that stability of Georgia and UG, you know, Kirby's not going anywhere. Saban, as far as anyone knows right now, is not going anywhere. The program is not about to just fall apart. Um, Michigan's got it to a lesser degree under Hallwall right now. You know, he's he's kind of doesn't look like he's going anywhere. I mean, I guess he could with all the stuff that's been going on, but he's recruiting solid, you know, two, three, four years in a row of really solid football teams. And those teams are sticking together, except for kids that are buried on the roster and can't play. Every other team is seemingly, it's a (laughs) free-for-all. Unless your NIL is really, really strong. Uh, Texas has that. You don't see a lot of Texas kids transferring out, but of course they're doing well on the field. Um, Tennessee is a real surprise to me. They you don't see a lot of kids from Tennessee transferring out. But what does Tennessee have? One of the best NIL groups in the country. 
So I think you're also seeing that schools that maybe aren't following through on promises are losing a lot of kids as well. Um, But I really believe that what you've got to do to kind of get an immediate grip on the situation is maybe a two-year, okay, you transfer, you're here for two years. So it's a two-year decision. If you choose to go there, if you choose to transfer from school A to B, you're there for two years. You know, there's there there's no quick turnaround to it. Or if you sign with a team, maybe you're there for two years. I, I mean, it's just, you've got to figure out a way. Where I like that idea, Hurst. Like- and, I, and I know somebody's going to correct me, and I'm, and I'm sure in that I said something that was wrong, and that's fine and dandy, but I I'm agree just with trying you. to think of a way that you have to make a kid make a decision where it's not like, and this is in life, and we all know this. If you take a job, if you leave a job to go take another job and, you know, within six, eight months, you be like, you know what? I, I don't like this job. I'm going to go get another job. Making it. It's not reality. I like, your, <laughs> I like your, I like your, to, to me, the, like, it, it's almost like the NBA where you have to, you go to college and then you go to the NBA after one year. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I like the two-year thing where, unless, like you said, the stipulation in that is coaches leave, family emergency that you can, you know, that you can prove, which we have that now. But the NCAA tries to, you know, bend kids over backwards on that crap. Yeah, and it's harder for a kid who has a dying family member than than some, you know, other kids. You know, it's just some of that's ridiculous. But I like your idea, the two-year rule. I like that. I love that. Matter of fact, I don't like that. I love it. I love I'm it. just and I'm just spitballing because. Look, there was a lot of rumors that the portal was going to go crazy this year, but we heard that last year and the year before. But this year, it's insane to me how many kids have entered the portal. And here's the thing that a lot of people don't realize. A lot of these kids, yes, they're going to find new homes, and a lot of kids aren't going to find that the grass was green on the other side. And then they're going to get stuck going to lesser schools, not getting what they hope because – there's a lot of people out there right now. I mean, a lot of people out there right now, Co- kids fresh out of college, kids still in college that think they're sports agents getting into kids' heads and saying, oh, man, I can get you money somewhere. I'm, you know, I know how this works. Um, there were two individuals involved in the Rashada situation last year that were, you know, of this kind of uh, breed. and. These kids get in these other, you know, get in kids' heads and be like, man, I can get you money. Are these scandalous people that some that come around these kids that want to be handlers and stuff like that? Like I said, they want to be street agents or whatever have you not. And like, oh, man, you're not getting your worth here. We can go somewhere else and get you what you deserve. And then they, you know, kids like, oh, cool. I'm, and they enter the transfer portal. And then they're not getting the phone calls that they thought they were going to get unless you're Walter Nolan, Evan Stewart you know, big, big kids like that. So there's got to be some kind of way that, that the governing bodies can sit down um, and, and come up with, with regulations that make this fair to all parties. I understand that no matter what you put in place, somebody's going to have a gripe. I get that. But it's like collective bargaining in pro football, baseball, basketball, and all that. You've got to come up with something that all parties agree on that's fair for everybody where it's not the wild, wild West out there. So, I mean, it's just, you know, it's, it's like CJ said a minute ago, it's really killing the sport that we all love because you can't get behind, like you said, the growth of a player. I want to see Trevor Intian play for three years at Florida and then go pro and be like, man, that kid was a great Gator. He's going to be a great Gator regardless. But you don't want to see him in another team's colors and then, you know, go pro. Nobody wants to see that. But that's where we're at right now. And it's and it sucks. Sorry for rambling. It's what we have to do sometimes. It's a, it's a touchy conversation. And I understand a lot of people have a lot of different opinions about it. Um, like I said, mine will never change. I do think that the kids should always get their worth. I just... I'm not really sure what their worth is. Or should kids in college be making more than 
fifth, sixth, seventh round draft picks in the NFL, guys. You leave your thoughts below and tell me what you think about that. All right, boys and girls, um, that's really all we got this week, man. We're kind of up against it on uh, news as far as, you know, we're kind of at the (laughs) mercy of waiting on kids to either decide they're going in the portal or not and the school to announce coaching moves. So that's where we are. Hopefully, uh, you know, basketball season amps up here and gets gets our mind off of it and baseball right around the corner. CJ, you got anything to add before we get out of here? Uh, just thank you guys so much for supporting us creators. Thank you for being very active in the Facebook group, uh, the Twitter page, as always. Uh, like, subscribe, comment. Um, uh, check out our friends at Alma Mater. Check out our link below. They just dropped a new hat, uh, the Weekender Edition hat with the Florida baseball script on the front. And this time the hat is blue. Um, instead of, you know, they've got the white, they've got the gray. Now they've got the blue one. Uh, it looks pretty nice. I'm picking that one up myself. So check that out. Um, check out the new basketball T-shirts they've got out as well. But use our link. It helps us out a ton. It helps them out a ton. Um, make sure they know that we sent you. Uh, does does wonders for us. But thank you so much for supporting us. Uh, you know, keep following along with us. We're all we're all trying to get there. I mean, it is what it is. We're we're at that point of the season. You know, you know, it feels like you know bad news is hitting you from every corner. But uh, and from everything that that I've heard, we've got good stuff on the way. You just got to keep your chin up um, and kind of just make your way through it. Um, you know, like I said, no no bowl game for us this year, which is unfortunate. Um, but, you know, if there was ever a year that kind of feels like maybe we don't need it. <laughs> we need Absolutely. To get some do we really want to watch the team play in a bowl game? Yeah, do I really want to watch us go to the Birmingham Bowl this year? And, I mean, and, and a bunch of kids hold out and then it really be like the right. worst version of our um, team on the field? You know, coaches halfway with their foot out of the door. Uh, you know, just, you know, it, it is what it is. So, uh, like I said, keep, keep truck along. We're in the way. We got some good news, uh, coming hopefully, uh, from everything we've heard. So thank you guys so much. We really appreciate the support. Absolutely guys. And make sure you check out our Facebook group, respect our decision. We have a great chat there on our Facebook group. If you haven't seen it already or are not a part of it, those of you that are, we appreciate you. We thank you. We love chatting with y'all on a daily basis. Wes, take us home. Yeah, appreciate you guys. Like CJ said, make sure you get that link. Uh, and so, uh, when you order from our sponsor, Alma Mater, get that. You see her, she got the hoodie up there. Uh, use our link, and that way uh, you help us out and you still shopping with those guys who do uh, Gators for Gators. So I appreciate those guys and appreciate you guys who've been listening. Versus really in that chat group chat, I don't really say much anymore on Facebook. No, he uh, just started you know. it and, and left me to go. Yeah, yeah. Hers is really in there, uh, engaging with you guys. Appreciate Hers. I want to give him a shout out for uh, for doing that. Uh, it, it really keeps it going. Ryan, I know Ryan talks a lot in there as well. So there's two Ryans uh, now. You got to remember that. <laughs> well, my bad. I I don't go in there as much when I'm doing it because I, I'm working, but Hers is there, so he knows you guys. So. I uh, just want to shout out to you guys for being in there um, and just appreciate you guys for following us and, and, and thinking our opinion uh, is valid and, and what we're saying is important as far as how we feel about our status as far as Florida Gators is concerned. And as always, holiday season coming up, uh, Christmas is coming around the corner. So, hey, we're talking about our, our sponsor, shop with them. Let, let your spouse, let your significant other know, your kids, whatever you want to get for them. You can always shop there and get your stuff there uh, as far as the Christmas holidays. Get a good gift uh, as far as Florida Gators because we love our Gators. Uh, But as always, go Gators. Go Gators. Go Gators, guys. Be safe out there. See you next week.